0: Hey, greetings, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Staredown. It's a Sunday night, four friends around the country talking sports. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Bill Resser down in St. Pete, Florida. Todd Meininger, north of Atlanta and coming Georgia. And Anthony Malafronte across the Bay in Tampa. What's up, boys? Bill, I understand a good day on the golf course today.
1: Yeah. um, First of all, a great day in the Bay Area. Last two Saturday and Sunday, low 70s, mid 70s, gorgeous weather. Oh, my gosh. Um, And couple of things. One Saturday after my walk and and my cinnamon roll, uh, I came home and packed up the bikes on a bike rack on the back of the truck that I have to install. And, uh, Cindy and I went up to Dunedin and we uh, rode the Pinellas trail up to the Dunedin golf club, country club. Mm. This is the place Mm. where Babe Ruth played and Ben Hogan and Byron Nelson and all these guys. And, uh, and we, I took Cindy up to that club so she could go walk through Anthony and see all the stuff, right? Which is cool. And she came out and she goes, I saw Bobby Jones golf clubs. I go, yeah, that's the kind of stuff they have here. It's pretty cool. And then we rode across the causeway to honeymoon Island. So we had a little long ride on beach cruisers, but super fun. It was great. It was a great, and then had dinner at this little place called lucky lobster right on the trail, um, you know, uh, in Dunedin. So it was a ton of fun. And today, I slept uh, good last night too. What's that?
0: I slept good after all that bike. Oh my,
1: I was wiped out. Yeah. And then, uh and then uh today, another, <clears throat> I had a shot of plus four, another second place finish, another cash, another check. Uh And I don't know what's going on. It just, it just clicks. You're like the game just comes and hangs out with me for a few weeks and then it's going to disappear again and go away. And, and then, it, and hopefully it'll keep coming back because one day it's going to, I think it stops coming back. Um, But right now. I'm in a pretty good place. So I'm just going to keep uh, plugging away. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. But you Todd.
2: Hey, just look at Gary player, Bill. He's 80 years old. Still, still Dude, smacking up. The-
1: does like a hundred pushups and 500 crunches a day. I'm not catching up. Hey, to that you're, guy.
2: <laughs> you're walking and biking. It's all, you know, it's all relative, right? So it's all good. Um, unlike you enjoying the great weather. And I'm sure I'm not, um, uh, Sean's going to say cry me a river, but it's just, Cold and rainy here in Atlanta. I just, mm. just can't get warm. I mean, if you look at me, I'm wearing, a, you know, long sl- three layers, and I'm inside my own house, right? It's, Sean, I'm sure you get that way too. Like, yeah. I did a lot. <laughs> looking out the window going, another gray, just nasty day. Um, but that said, yesterday was was fairly nice. Um, cold, but sun sh- had sunshine. Um, uh, Scott entering his senior year of self Forsyth Lacrosse, they had their kickoff event. Um, unfortunately no scrimmage, uh, inter-squad scrimmage Are trying to be extra careful, I guess, as I say, wearing a belt and suspenders, um, making sure they're, they, they stay safe for, uh, for, for COVID protocol. Um, but their first game is a week from Monday. So really looking forward to his, his, his senior season. And then I followed that up with, um, my daughter, Kate had a tennis match. So went out the te- I get a text, um, I get a text at about 10 in the morning. The team mom couldn't make it. So I was uh, asked to be the team parent. So <laughs> I actually had to stay the entire time and, and, and book scores. Um, but hey, it's the least I can do. So, Did you bring uh,
1: orange slices?
2: Uh, you're not You're not allowed to bring food these okay. COVID times, checking, right? Everything out. has got to be pre-packaged and all that stuff. But we, uh-huh. they just decided to bring, food, right. uh, bring your water.
1: Did you bring um, people- oranges that were uncut? Because they're like pre-packaged by nature. <laughs>
2: Like, okay. uh, what are they called? The little, the little, the little ones called, I forget. Clementines.
1: Oh, Anthony. So, yeah, Clementines.
2: Or, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, real good weekend. Um, just relaxing. Um, looking forward to a little bit of warmer weather. I've been using the the coldness as an excuse to not do much. Uh, so going to try to safely hit the gym as much as possible and, and wait another month before I, uh, maybe get back into some tennis and, and pickleball action. So anyway, Anthony, what about you, sir? No,
3: know we, worked a little bit stuck some golf in the middle uh was fun watching bill play he got off to i think seven or eight pars in a row
1: seven yeah yeah
3: yeah seven pars in a row just steady as could be uh it was a beautiful day in tampa i will tell you it was as nice a day as you could ask for um left the golf course showed a, a good client uh with uh, the the uh, developer of one of the finest condiments ever, uh, honey <laughs> truffle Moose. Uh, put that what on there. Uh, your... What a great
2: what a great Mount Rushmore! I think I came up with. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
3: yes that, was, that was one of my. That's, uh, that's a Mount Rushmore of condiments for me. And uh, showed showed he and his uh, his son, who was sitting in for his wife, uh, a couple of homes, and then uh, three more out. Uh, in Sefner and Lakeland. And uh, just uh, right now as a realtor, Sean, I know you know this with the inventory being as low as it is. uh, It's really important that we as a team and me for my clients and us for our clients show up for them when they need us. And uh, of the three houses we looked at this afternoon, and these are my very first clients, we sold their house at the end of the year. The very first home I ever sold, I sold to Todd and and Heather. Uh, They sold their house uh, for a very good price right at the beginning of the year. Uh, And they're living in a short-term rental until we find a place. And uh, when they – I sent them one and they sent me two more. And I knew that the two that – well, one of the two for sure wasn't going to be something that they were going to want to buy. But we had to go look at it, right? We had to show up and – do the work, as they say, Sean. And uh, we we drove all the way back into this really nice neighborhood in in uh, in Lakeland, and it was pretty much the worst house in the neighborhood by a lot. Uh, are they downsizing? And they were. I'm sorry. Are they downsizing? Yeah, they are. Okay. Yep. Uh, Todd's a, a, a he's a, a a mechanic, not a mechanic. Excuse me, but he's a car guy. He's got. Mm. Uh, uh, dreams of building another two or three car garage so he wanted to buy a land with some property uh, get his wife the pool that he always wanted and then he wants to put up a garage with a lift in it so that he him and his son can uh, can can live out their 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 hobby to the fullest um, and uh, we walked into the house and Heather would not even I and mean, she would hardly even go past the the, the little foyer she was like Nope. I don't think I want to live here and it was uh but we had to do it. Had a nice time with them and uh now we're uh here going to talk a little sports, man. Yeah. But well, I understand you maybe had a little uh a little uh, early morning chore this morning. I, I did, that.
0: yeah. We knew it was coming uh but we had our first kind of you know significant snowstorm. Uh, you know the, the the kind that the that the weather people, much like with your hurricanes, they start talking about three days ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Hurricanes, it's even more so because you see it coming. Um, but this is one that came all the way from California, like three days ago, and it just kind of worked its way across. Um, you know, dropped more on on other people, uh, but but here in Columbus we got about four inches, and it was it sucked because it it was just hovering right at like 32 degrees. Mm. So when you go out to shovel, it's the heaviest, wettest snow ever. And you know the kind of like sticks to the shovel, and you got to throw it off, and it you know you have to keep banging your shovel. So it's
2: just I don't a- know what you're
1: talking about. I'm sorry. What?
0: Yeah, sorry. Bro. <laughs> yeah. And
2: <laughs> carp, I got a question about that. I don't mean to flow, but um, <laughs> if if you eliminated maybe a Starbucks once a week, could you have a snowplow company on call? Not every time, but call them and just say, hey. Hundred bucks, come come take care of this kind of deal. Is that uh, a- there are
0: there are people that do it? I mean, my my driveway is not that big, Todd. I mean, it's okay. it's so it's, it's not worth it's big. just uh, a pain I, in the I, ass. are not I, worth it. Yeah, I do live on a corner, and so my sidewalks are tremendously long. And you know, you're you're kind of supposed to, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of people don't, uh, but your courtesy says, you know, snow, you know, knock off the snow off the off the sidewalk so neighbors can walk. And because Ron and I walk the dog a lot, it's nice when. When they have been cleaned off, but um, yeah, I mean you roller could, roller. you could, Todd It's it it just doesn't happen enough, and you could also buy a snowblower, right? And mm. you know, please so- tell me, mom has the service. She's mom. Mother. Mom does have the service. Mom also Good. just Good. mom also just <laughs> texts me and says, "Bring me Starbucks," and I deliver it for her. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So we'll, uh,
1: did did uh, is there a certain neighbor that never shovels their walk, and everybody knows who they are?
0: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome it's yeah. like the neighbor that
2: doesn't pick up their dog poop and you oh, see them yeah, oh, yeah. Walking over be
0: funny. I'll, 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 it'll be in tomorrow's blog i'll you know because it, it was a kind of a as i was shoveling i was kind of writing my blog in my head but it's funny because Rhonda actually came out I'll, I'll send you guys a video she knows it's gonna happen i get the driveway cleaned off and then the plow comes to the neighborhood and pushes all that snow a, along the bottom of the driveway <laughs> and it's big oh. chunks of snow and it's you know, so then you got to go back out and reshovel it. And you're kind of like, ah, you son of a, you know, uh, but
2: old man carpenter comes out, right?
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but it was good. I, I got that done. And then, and then just got a lot of, a uh, lot of work done around the house and, and got a chance to watch, watch the, the finish there in Torrey Pines. And, you know, this, this tournament kind of is always the, this one, and then the one next week, the waste management is kind of always the the beginning when the footballs kind of done, the college basketball's ramping up. Uh, and it's just, having played it, Bill, and I know you've played it. Mal, have you played Torrey
3: Pines? I have not. Yeah, I have not. I've anytime been
0: you, there. course the courses on TV that I've played. It's always a little more fun just looking where the guys hit the ball and, and watching some of the shots and you get a kind of feel. And Bill, did you happen to see any of the round today and, and see I what watched, I was talking
1: about? Today? I watched uh, the last three hours. Yeah, it was great. It was fun. Oh my God. I have. mean
0: they've taken oh. so many trees out. And I'll tell you what, let's let's start talking about that um, okay. farmers insurance open at Torrey Pines. Um US opens there this summer. Mm-hmm. And remember last time it was there was Tiger Woods, you know, epic win bill. I think you and your son might've been there when right, we were Rocket there
1: for, uh, for Saturday, Sunday and the playoff on Monday.
0: Yeah. Um, so that course, um, it not far off from us open condition right now. Cause that course was eating those guys up. Um, Patrick Reed is the winner. He, he gets a five stroke win. Um, he shoots four under today and played a good round of golf. All things considered considering some of the other people we will talk more about Patrick Reed later. Um, Luke List and Patrick Molinari dropped some 66, 66s. Yeah, they went. Uh, so they went
1: out first, right? Real early. They, were out, they, out early. Over with.
0: they were out early. Yeah, but it was um, the rough was long, the greens were fast, the the wind was blowing. So I think the U.S. Open is going to have a, a another great event at that course. But man, I, that course looks a lot different than when I played it because, like, seventeen, they brought all that waste in. Uh, they, they took so many trees out, so the wind is. You're not protected at all there on 16 and 17. Yeah. Uh, and even 14 and 15. I mean, Bill, you know, 12, yeah, those,
1: that's those passively long or four. Look, it's dead into the 70, wind. 7,700 yards at sea level. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's that's Is that what I was playing today. Yeah. 7,765. That's at <laughs> <laughs> sea level. And, you know, those the, there were a bunch of trees that formed a canopy behind 16. They got blown over in a big storm. They've been gone for yep. a few years. But yeah, that down 17, and I remember that. I mean, I, I use those trees for friendly bounces quite a few times, and um, they're not there. So anything not, going there's left. There's not a single tree on that left side now. Anything going left is gone. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and then, so
0: you know, they, two strategically placed bunkers on the right. So if yeah. you do bail out right, you're in bunkers. It's a short hole, um, you know, and usually yeah, downwind.
1: For, for Tori, yeah. Yeah. Um, I tell you, you know what, they have made some other subtle changes that I found out about today. One is number four, right? Now, we'll check Sean's skills here. What's number four do?
0: Number four is your dog leg left up the coast, heading north towards the north course.
1: Right. Yeah, it's a slight dog leg left. And because and, right. and number three is the, the famous part three down the hill yep. to the ocean. So in 03, or sorry, 08, that last uh, tournament. I
2: remember what I had for lunch today, Sean? It's, I'm <laughs> really scrambling. I'm really scrambling.
1: Scrambled eggs really. and ham. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, uh, so the, the uh, number four, uh, if you, mer- it's hard to remember this from 08, but a lot of drives were just trickling down the left-hand side and just rolling in the rough, just couldn't right. them on the fairways. Cause they had them cut so tight, drying them out that they, they subtly built in a little bit of a elevation change to kind of hold those drives. Cause you shouldn't be oh, punished on a drive up the right side, ending up in the left rough. And so yeah. they, they kind of mm-hmm. changed a couple of things there and, um, number they lengthened number 10 because 10 was always like the easy hole. Like for those guys, it was 410. Now it's 450. And so that right. changes 10 dramatically. And um and then eleven's what, 235? And and 12, I've told you, is the hardest golf I've ever played in my life. I mean, there's no yeah. I mean, there's no there's no comparison to any other hole I've ever played. It's just
0: yeah, I've played it. And that hundred, was before they-
1: I played it a hundred times, I've never been on a regulation. And this is when I could hit it farther. So yeah, mm. never been on a regulation.
0: I I bet it plays those guys probably five ten as a par five,
1: par four, par four over 500. Yeah. Into a, into a breeze with, with incredible rough and, um, and like a weird complex for the green as well. So it's, 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 I love watching it. I'm on a stretch. I think if we've talked about this every year about this time, but I'm on a stretch now where I've played, I played the next four courses that they're going to play. Um, and sometimes sometimes five. Yeah. Because I played Riviera, I've played uh, pebble. I've played, um, waste management. I played (laughs) Tory. So just living on the West coast and, you know, having some connections was, was, was a lot. Yeah.
2: Hey, Sean, look, let me, let me ask you guys this. It's, I feel like a a fifth grader learning that H2O is water and you guys are all scientists, right? Like professional scientists. So I heard that um, the weather was so wonky this, this weekend, a lot of snow hail um, that the reason they were doing a lot of lift clean in place was because they didn't have the opportunity to maybe mow as as close as they want to and maybe cut the rough down a little bit this week. Did, am I, uh, it, is, is any of that true? Like well, maybe know
0: that we got this weekend I mean, honestly, was cause right? rain hit there early in the week. And so that, that is probably a good, a good, uh, a, a good pickup there, Todd, that they did not. Cause the, the rough was thick. It was really, yeah, thick. I think
2: they wanted it a little easier, not major conditions, but it was playing like more like a major because the rough was so thick. Right. That's kind of what I think now they out. wouldn't,
0: you know, they don't play lift clean a place, because the conditions in the in the in the rough, they would play it because yeah, the branches so are rain though on Saturday, right? Was soft, and yeah. there's getting too much mud on the ball, so they allowed them to, to lift, clean, in place to mainly clean the ball um, in in your own fairway. Um, yeah. The rough is just obviously a side effect of that. And, and let's talk about the there was two. A lot of people don't know this, but there was two major lift, clean, in place questions. One from the hated Patrick Reed, who went on to win the tournament. And did you see the one that was almost identical with Roy McIlroy on? Yes. Not it as was controversial almost, for some reason. <laughs> literally almost identical. Yeah. Yet Jim Nance and Nick Faldo and the guys didn't seem to jump on Roy near as much. Now, there was one slight difference, very slight, um, and, and it's not on film. So, you, so, you, so I, But with Rory's ball, and they both happened in round three, Rory's on, on uh, 18, Patrick Reed's was on 10. Patrick Reed – Said the ball's embedded. Moved the ball, and then told his opponents that it was embedded. Rory told Rory Sabatini, who was his playing partner, he says, "Hey, I think my ball's embedded. How far can I move it?" And He said, "One club length." But I don't. I don't think Rory ever came over to observe it as well. So, your thoughts, Bill and Mal, on uh, just kind of the controversy? I mean, I think Reed, this is something Reed's going to live with forever. It's not. It's not going to go away.
3: His, no, his, his, his 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 response was, at the press conference was. The referee, we did what we were supposed to do. He marked his ball, moved it. The guy came, the referee came and saw that there was a a, a the trench. Ground, the, ground it, right. the ground was broken.
0: The ground was broken.
3: And they allowed him to move it. And then when he got back to the scorer's tent, both that referee and the head referee came up and told him, listen, you did the right thing. And that was his response. We did the right thing, I'm past it now, and move on. The difference, I think, going to Rory McIlroy, he said, and he did the same thing at, um, if you remember, uh, at the PGA Championship. He, had, he, he got a, a lift clean in place because someone had stepped on his ball, hmm. but he had a pretty bad lie to start with. And because someone had stepped on his ball, he was going to get a significant advantage by moving it. it, so Patrick he, or Roy? Rory, uh, uh, Rory McElroy.
0: Okay, All
3: right. So he he put the ball back at the PGA Championship. He put the ball back where it was and played it, not giving himself an advantage. And um, and Patrick Reed might have done what he was supposed to do by the rules it just didn't look right. Right. It didn't smell right. The intent of the rule and the rule uh, there's in my mind, there's a big gap in what he did.
0: One thing I will say, and I think there's a lot of people, a lot of people that don't play First of all, I've never played that course to know that rough is just different than bluegrass or whatever. It's just different. But the people, the number of people on Twitter, they're saying like, you can't, get an embedded ball if it bounces right they say it, it hit the ground then it bounced up a foot and a half and ju- it can clearly go into the ground I and mean, it can go into the deep down nestled in that thick bill, you know, that thick like I, it, I don't know what kind of rough it is like Kukulia. they say kakuya maybe yeah Yep. yeah and it it, it nestles down and well, while it may not you know go into a muddy base like we have here in ohio it can certainly embed
1: well, it, 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 it can embed in grass, but that doesn't count. I mean, it really has to break the surface of the dirt and make a yeah. dent. I mean, that's what embedded stands for. And look, it's, is it possible that um, there was a divot of some kind, some sort of depression already there and the ball just settled into it? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, you know, the more I watched it, the more I listened to him talk and the more, um, you know, I think the problem is, you know, Patrick's you know, reputation precedes him. Sure. He had some issues sure. in college, serious issues in college with that kind of stuff. And so, um, and then you saw it on, I think it was 14 fifth. What, what hole was it? Um, might've been 16 where he put his ball down on yes. the green and the ball, you know, oscillated a, a you know, eighth of a turn It moved and he just backed off and he just looked, give me an official. And if I'm Patrick Reed, I'm never That's doing this to do, yeah. ever again without getting an official. Every single time I'm going to go, please, I need your help. I want to make sure I get this right. You
0: know, it was interesting to me, even when they they were close, they were zooming in on him replacing that ball. And it was just in one of those wonky spots on the green where he couldn't get it back where it it was because a line was on his ball and he couldn't get it to not roll over. Right.
1: I love the fact that uh, that's a great rule to know, right. For us, even because sometimes we get in that same position, the ball just kind of keeps. And now, you know, just find the next nearest spot where it won't move. Same thing with Victor Hovland. You know, he took his drop. He's trying to place it and you couldn't, it kept moving. Just find the spot where it won't move as close as you can. Like, okay, cool. So it's not, you know, you're not penalized additionally for something that's already going wrong, but yeah, you know, um, (laughs) Patrick, Patrick Reed, you know, Captain America, he's the guy in the Ryder Cup that went after Rory. I mean, he's got all this great stuff. That's a lot of fun about him, but. But there's just that side to him, you know, and I think he feeds off it. We talked about that before he, he, he enjoys it and he's <clears the throat> mental capacity to handle it. He's really, I think it, it fuels him. Uh, and today he, he showed it. I mean, he, he only, he only had one birdie on the back nine. It was 18, but mm. none of the people chasing him had any birdies on the back nine.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. can, can you remember, can you recall, and I'm sure you can, but it, he's got to be one of the top us against the world type of guys mm. like you've ever play right he has his camp uh it's a very tight camp and he just doesn't seem to give pardon my french two shits about two shits about what anyone says does he just he just goes and, and plays and um I think at first I was annoyed Sean today because they spent about 10 minutes going over this, yeah and they brought in the, the analyst who which I love they brought in like the NFL does they have the official on standby yeah. and he came and he explained and he's like he did nothing wrong And at first I was annoyed, but then I said, you know what? He's got such a reputation that they wanted to take maybe some extra time just to say, by the letter, he did nothing wrong. So this should be a this should be, this isn't adding to his resume of being sketchy. Right. He he did, which I thought was probably the right thing to do. So meanwhile, that's his ninth win um, on the PGA tour. Um, 10 wins, you're pretty much guaranteed the hall of fame. So. Uh, unfortunately, whether you like him or not, we're we're looking at a probably a a, a a golf hall of famer, right?
1: And he's only thirty, so he's got a long ways to go. You know, he's going to be. And I heard he's the
3: him. He's there's it's champion. Tiger. What's that? He's got a major championship under his belt already. Yep. yep. He's got a
2: major, a world uh, WGC and Torrey Pines. Him, Tiger, and they mentioned one other are the only ones to have all three. Of those that's three of those.
1: Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. pretty
2: pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah listen. Listen. To this since 2013. All right. Wins on the PGA Tour since 2013: Dustin Johnson 18, Justin Dustin Johnson 18, Justin Thomas 13, Rory 12, Jason Day 11, Jordan Spieth 11, Patrick Reed 9.
1: Wow, right there.
0: Patrick Reed 9. So uh, all major winners, everyone I just mentioned, major winners: Uh, DJ with two, Justin with one, Rory with four, Day with one, Spieth with three, um, and Reed with one. So um, pretty impressive. Now, Steve you know, wins look, look,
2: since, since August, 2015, zero, unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> <Is that> right. <laughs> uh, he won that, he won that British in 2015. Nice. Now
0: second place, five-way tie for second. Um, by the way, I did tip you off on Patrick Reed early in the week, Todd, just saying he's the kind yeah, we, of guy. We,
2: we took <laughs> him, we took him. So we, uh, oh, did, we did well. Yes. Yep.
0: Yes, um, yep. Tony Finau kind of backdoors a second place. Uh, you know, he, he's, he's got a lot of second places, man. He's, he's, he's up there. Uh, yeah, solid. Uh, Henrik Norlander, uh, Ryan Palmer, uh, Xander Shaufley, Mal one of your one of your guys that you mentioned has yeah. still mm-hmm. never broke through there, but a Southern California kid, I think that uh, plays well. Play yeah, there all Victor, the time, growing up. Victor Hovland, let's talk about that. Victor Ooh. Hovland misses a two footer, lips out for on the long birdie putt on seventeen. He's he's in solo second, lips out to to maybe make it close, Then he misses a two footer coming back. That was about a $370,000. 300, 361000
2: I saw. I was going to bring that up, Sean.
0: Yeah. $361. We get, um, you get
2: nervous, Bill, on, on your Sunday because you can win $50, bucks, right? Yeah. with a butt. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Well, wait, yeah. I'm to
1: check his net worth real quick while you're talking. So I don't yeah, think
2: it's, it uh, it's It's still three hundred. I don't care how much he's net worth. It's still 370000 oh, It matters.
1: It matters.
0: This butt,
2: right? Yeah. It's awful. Yeah.
0: So they head to uh, waste management. Kind of one of the fun ones, I, I guess it'll be on uh, NBC this week because the CBS has it, except in their Super Bowl years. And Super Bowls yep. on CBS this year, so uh, it'll be on NBC. Always a fun one, you know. Yeah, the okay. holes. It'll be interesting to see what that. Bill, have you heard? Are they doing any? Are they no fans? So the no sixteenth hole.
1: Um, or are they? No, doing I don't know the answer. Food? I don't know the answer to that I know that um, Brian Colhane, an EXP guy that I'm going to be talking to, got some plans for that week. You know, because it's always you know, there's the greenskeepers. Uh, there's the people who have suites around 16. There's all kinds of the, the, the whole, um, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, the, there's a whole, um, campus on 18 now as well with a bunch of boxes. So I don't know what they're doing. I, I can't imagine that they're going to, mm. it is Arizona and Ducey is, you know, kind of like uh DeSantis here. Like, Hey, it's all good. We can do what we want to do. Maybe they're going to try and do it with masks and things and, and limit the, maybe limited fans. Hopefully. Yeah. Limited fans. Um, I don't know. It'll just that's be a such point. a
0: weird hole if if they do the benches, the stadium around it with no one oh, in it, it would be weird. weird, and if they don't do it with anybody in it, it would be weird. Yeah, and I don't want the
2: videos cool. of people at home going, "Yay!" Well, I, thought, <laughs> I don't
1: know about you, but I I kind of enjoyed seeing um, some of the holes today without big grandstands around them. It was kind of cool, yeah. right? I think it was yeah. kind of different, and um, and if, if they would do that, it would be a great way to see a little bit more how that course kind of looks and feels for you know uh, fifty one weeks out of the year, right?
3: Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Only 5,000 fans will oh be my allowed. God. Daily That's nobody. Race management.
1: Yeah, on on a typical Saturday, they have 130 to 140,000 people there.
0: You know, it'd be funny as if if like they show the course and they're all on 16 and no one else is anywhere else in the course. <laughs> Why not, right? Why not? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's going to be fun.
0: Well, what a, what a neat opportunity and uh, it will be fun to watch. Um, you know, I caught the last
3: seven or eight holes today and Tory Pines looked very different on TV with no people there because I've only seen it on TV with people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And some of the, some of the vistas, some of the things that you see through holes, we talked about that when we saw no fans at the masters as well, Mm -hmm. right? You saw different views that would normally be blocked by thousands upon thousands of people. Uh, waste management is going to have 5,000 people per day. Wow. That's yeah, because Bill,
0: like, it is like thirty to forty a day, isn't it? Normally? I mean, they they put ten. They get 000, almost two hundred thousand a week.
1: No, they no, they get five hundred thousand in the week for the whole week. Oh, yeah, half it says here.
3: Yeah, uh, I'm looking at their their website right now. The tournament usually sees up to two hundred and ten thousand fans, depending on the day.
1: That's what I'm saying. So not, that's not for the whole said, week. That's for a
3: 2010 day. Two thousand and ten per day. Jeez. now look at that all that, re- all that
2: revenue being lost.
3: As oh, a ticket,
1: awesome. as a as a ticket guy, I like to. I like, I also throw a little I want to like pump the brakes a little bit on those numbers. You know how they get those numbers? They like count the number of cars that show up, and then multiply that times three point something. They don't really like mm. take ticket stubs and do an actual count. <laughs> They've admitted that. I'm like,
2: oh, that's not even really now when it's automated, when they attendance. scan the tickets, and everything, right?
1: No, you no, think? That's not how they do it. No, so huh. yeah, very interesting, interesting. uh the way they do that. But but it's still, I've been to i don't know 15 of them and it is so much fun and you know the crowds are crazy and but it's just it's just a, it's just it's a spectacle it's so much fun yeah. yeah so i would still we'll get them back next year
0: all right let's go nfl um before we talk super bowl and just hear the thoughts on on one you know ground zero there from bill and, and mal big trade this week mm-hmm. uh two two first round quarterbacks um matt stafford Getting traded from the Lions, which I thought was interesting because Lions tipped their hand and said, We're not going to sign the guy. Yet they still got one of the best trades ever. Uh, they get they get uh Jared Goff, third round in 2021, first round in 2022, first round in
3: 2023.
0: Mm. Um and pretty impressive unload by the by the either either a give up by the Rams or a great, great deal by the new GM in Detroit um, to get Jared Goff. And three picks out of that thoughts. Todd, I mean, I, know, I, think, you know. it's, I think it's,
2: per, I think it's perfect for, I think Stafford just needs to change of scenery. Right. Um, yep. and, and maybe, uh, you know, Groff does too. So I, it's, I think it's,
0: we'll see two quarterbacks for both teams. Really? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Two quarterbacks that can find a new home and maybe kind of revitalize their otherwise struggling uh, situations. Right.
1: Yeah, I think I think it it it's I think it's bad for Goff. Not not because he's going to Detroit. That's an easy out. I think it's bad for Goff because McVeigh, who's like a, you know a, a a genius with offenses and was able to get him to a Super Bowl with Goff, has realized mm. he ain't all that. Because look, they a had guy, a great yeah. running game. They had well, the receivers were kind of hurt this year. They had they have the <coughs> best defenses in football, and McVeigh's going. I can't use this guy. I need somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah, but I think it's yeah. bad for golf. Now that doesn't mean a change of scenery for him doesn't work in Detroit. Maybe he gets gets back to where he was. But that dude had how many turnovers this year? It's In the thirties. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's not. It's it's just it's going to be a problem. And I think Stafford is a much better thrower, a much better. I think
0: Stafford's probably the third best arm in the NFL. He um, says stay sure healthy, it's right? Going to be great,
1: you know. great for the for the Rams. It's going to be shitty for the Cardinals and the Niners and the Seahawks right. because I think the Rams just got a lot better. Although it is weird because of Matthew Stafford's record as a quarterback. I hear, I heard multiple people on the radio today calling him the, a super bowl caliber quarterback. And who mm. would ever say that about a Detroit lions quarterback, Right. You know, right. Um, but that's what they're saying in, in the right system with the right, you know, coaches and the right players. This is going to be fun to watch. Yeah.
2: So, so I read this, um, I'm assuming Matt Patricia's back in New England. Yes, yes, um, yes. Because, I read uh, Detroit. I guess was very upfront with Stafford, and they said, "Hey, you know, where do you want to go?" And he literally said, "Anywhere but New England." <laughs> he wasn't going to be. back I think <laughs> I'm sure it's nothing personal, but that's how much he didn't want to be back with Matt Matt
1: Patricia, right? I'm like, sure just, you. It's not personal. I'm sure.
2: Uh, who I don't know. I don't know. He probably just hated it, him as a coach, right? Um He would drink a beer. With but didn't want didn't to be with them on the same team. So, yeah, crazy.
0: Now, what's the, what's the vibe this week? We had kind of the off week that, you know, I guess the teams probably arrive tomorrow, right? Then, then you got the, the well, at least maybe not with COVID. You won't have that stupid media day where you got the people asking dumb questions in, in wedding dresses and shit like that, right? It'll all be on Zoom. <laughs> I guess you'll still get the dumb questions, right? You just, you'll have to deal with the Jimmy Kimmel people and the, and the Howard Stern people via Zoom, but. We like speak your Speak your, like mind, your mind, Speak your yeah. mind.
3: <laughs> What's that the, the NFL uh experience is in downtown Tampa uh I talked to uh uh well actually uh Rocky's son lives in downtown Tampa and he walked it uh this morning and he said it's pretty cool it's all up and down the Riverwalk, uh and by the museum so uh I'm actually gonna to try to get there one day this week myself just to experience it a little bit. Uh but people in Tampa are excited, obviously, right? Uh we have an opportunity to win a championship on our home field, and uh people are pretty pumped about it. And they are holding Brady up, boy, as a as a savior. They this town has fallen in love with him.
1: He has fallen in love with this town. Yes, he has. <laughs> He's buying a big old, going to buy a big old house. And, uh, Hey, how no, he's you, buying a house in Miami though. How come he didn't get Jeter's listing? What happened?
3: I don't know. You know,
1: <laughs> $30 million he, on he, Davis Island. I thought you had, I had a lock on that.
3: He, he's picking, he's, he, uh, he bought a lot in Miami and he's building uh, a home in Miami.
1: He'll have something here too. He'll have both probably. Yeah. He, he, he and Giselle can afford it. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think that the there was a, Columnist who wrote a great piece today that talked about the fact that how unlucky Tampa Bay's been in this whole this wonderful year for sports, right? Because we, did, we didn't get to go to it, uh, a Lightning game, we didn't get to go to a World Series or an American League playoff game. Yeah, uh, wow, right, not don't gonna, way. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I mean, it's <laughs> it's uh, that that's the part that you know where you pump in hundreds of millions of dollars into the economy that ain't yeah. happening not like it would all those people coming in, all that stuff happening. Yep. So you know, like super happy as sports fans. And this, it was a, it's a blast to watch on television. I get it. But you know, the, I think overall it's just kind of, um, it's just, you know, this is not the year to have three of your, all three of your teams make, <laughs> make, make it to the finals. If you had to pick one year not to do it, this would be it. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, so that part of it, that part of it's tough, but, you know, the buzz is everywhere. It's cool. I mean, um, you know, I, I, remember I was wearing my bucks hat walking down on my walk last week and uh, three people say, go pack, go. And I would just look at them and smile and go, we'll see, how, we'll see what Tom has to say about that. And uh, yeah, it, it worked out, but I haven't heard anybody root for the chiefs yet this week. So, Cause I'm going to keep wearing the hat.
0: <laughs> so line, the line hasn't moved much.
2: Is that mm-hmm. surprising at all, Todd? Uh, three and a half and 57, right? That's uh, the seven and a half, I believe. Has it? Has it? Okay, I, I looked earlier today. Um, yeah, I I, I who, who depending on who you talk to, um, if you like the Chiefs, you think three and a half is a steal.
1: Yeah.
2: You, then you talk to the next guy and say, "How do you pick against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl?" Right. So, I think the line is probably perfect. It's probably where it needs to be. Um, and the reason it's not moving. Is because it is perfect and even money's being placed on both sides, yeah. So, okay, uh, yep. yeah, that's I mean, that's that's my uh armchair take on that. Um,
1: what's a typical I, what's a typical bank on a Super Bowl game in Vegas? It's is it's in the billions? Is it I mean, I mean, I'm way off on that? It's a lot of money, it's,
2: it's ridiculous. I mean, think of all the prop bets who scores first, uh, yeah. national. Anthem. I mean, I'm unbelievable, right? It's yeah. uh, wow. it's it's so I have a thing with my brother in law where um, we've been doing the playoffs, every playoff game uh, spread and over under in every game. And so we've been doing a snake when there's multiple games. So if I pick first, he'd pick second, third, I'd do fourth, fifth. So it all comes down to I'm leading 12 to 11 and there was one push, right? There was one push. So, if I win, and he's going to pick first. And I'm certain he's going to take Kansas city minus three and a half. His dad, who just passed away it was a huge he went to Texas Tech huge Mahomes guy so i literally think i have to my over under uh selection of 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 57 and a half i i am going back and forth i would love your all's counsel Whoa. if uh
1: Ooh.
2: i mean what a perfect number also i mean i love overs, but that's that's a lot of scoring right i mean that's pretty action packed super bowl
1: yeah
0: yeah that's anyway, a 30 you don't have to tell me now it's a 3127 game, which is exactly three and a half and exactly 57 and a half. I mean, it is, yep. you know. That's what they're thinking, right? And what about you told me that's the final
2: score? I would say, sure. That that sounds exactly right, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway, um, I'm sure I'll bug you on, on uh Sunday at about noon saying, guys, yep. I have <laughs>
0: to make. Well, we, we we won't be doing a show until probably next Monday night. So why don't we okay. go around the horn and make the picks for we'll we'll go winner score and mvp winner score mvp bill
1: oh i'm going first um oh man 38 <laughs> 31 bucks and brady <laughs> well so obviously the over
2: Okay, yeah. like you gave me your answer. Thank you, Bill. Mm-hmm.
3: Anthony. Wow, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm just sitting here reading. Antonio Brown and Jordan Whitehead are doubtful for the game, yeah. and one less Next man up. Next man up, right? Got one less defensive back. Is well, Antonio Brown. They're not going to miss, but yeah. maybe they will. But, but Jordan Whitehead is a good player. But, yeah. Um, Obviously, rooting for the Bucks. I'm gonna say the game is gonna be uh, 42 35. Bucks and Brady is the MVP. I think. I think the if, Bucks, I think
0: can, can, I think if Bucks win. Brady's the MVP. <laughs> I
3: absolutely. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think the Bucks can score on Kansas City's defense, and I think the. Buck's defense is going to bend a little bit, but I just have a I just have a funny feeling that Tom Brady's dream season coming to Tampa, winning the Super Bowl on his home field, is going to happen. Mm.
2: Okay, Todd. Uh, yeah. Um. So I will uh, preface by saying I'm rooting for Tampa Bay, not only for you boys, um, <laughs> but I'm from Florida and my brother lives in the Tampa area and uh he he could use a lift um he's uh sports he's been he's been riding the great tampa success um all year so um that said the butt monkey as they call it but uh, i'm going to go kansas city 38 tampa bay 31 and i'm going to say mahomes the easy pick for mvp
1: wow just right? the opposite of mine i like it
2: yeah the so opposite opposite bills And the Um, more I'm thinking, I'm going over 57 and a half, right? I mean, the more I'm thinking. uh, I know it's it's weird for overs to
1: happen.
0: Watch it be 21-17, right? You guys are all all (laughs) thinking high scores, which um, I really like what what Tampa Bay's defense did at Green Bay last week. I mean, Mm -hmm. they really uh, isolated, but, you know, I think this – I haven't read anything on it, but are the two cornerbacks from Tampa back? Are they – are they playing, or are they out? Were they out for the season? Um,
1: no, I think the they're both coming be... back. They're both yeah. coming back. Both the cornerbacks are coming back, right, Anthony?
0: So I like Ryan yeah. Suckup. I think it's going to be Ryan Suckup MVP, three nothing Tampa Bay. No <laughs> <kidding>. Nice. <laughs> um, that's great. Uh,
1: I'm so glad I can I I record this because I'm going to make that a meme or make that a video. It's going to play.
0: <laughs> I think uh, I think Todd, you're right. The the I'm rooting for Tampa Bay. It'd be a cool story. It'd be a cool look, t- Tom. Whether you hate him or not, you just have It's kind of like a Tebow. You know, you you can hate him, but you just gotta like his game. You gotta like his style. You know, you gotta like his leadership. You like the way he makes people around him better. Um, I'm gonna say 31, 30, Kansas City.
1: Ooh, Kelsey.
0: Wow. Kelsey gets the the uh, winning wow. touchdown,
1: Andy and it's he is. M- Kelsey.
0: Tight end MVP. Wow. wow That's Kelsey. Okay. Um, I don't know how you could give it to if you pick. pick. No, no, if they score 31, there's no way you cannot give it to Mahomes. So I'll switch that go to Mahomes, go safe. <laughs> there you go. Wow. We I feel like we bullied you in that one a little bit. 3130, though. So we got we got lowest low points right Ooh. now is
1: 30 with me. <laughs> yeah. No. 30 to so, 61 is the lowest. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, really quick, guys. Let's just round the horn. Uh, anything on on hockey? Um, Tampa Bay, interesting. Tampa Bay, uh, they're all of a sudden falling to fifth because other teams have just played more games. Columbus has three overtime losses, but we also have four wins. So we're we're kind of we're playing Chicago tonight, uh, looking for our third win. Yeah, in I think the row.
1: you have like nine games, and the, the Lightning just played their sixth. So yeah, just a couple points. Yeah. And
0: What's kind of neat, which I think they're doing
2: this year, I've only seen it maybe a couple times, so I don't know if it's an anomaly or a trend. Um, they're playing a lot of back-to-back games, right? So the Rangers play the Sabres one night, and they play them you know, the next night. Yeah, they playing two
0: at, two in place, so, yep. so they're staying yeah, in New York. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think it's kind of neat. It's kind of a, more of a baseball feel, right, instead of just the one-and-done um, on to I mean, the next one.
1: Todd the whole fact that they're they're just playing inside their own new created out of the blue divisions I mean that's just that's never yes. happened before I mean that's going to be right you know, so that's that's a definitely a different season uh, one that will never probably be repeated um sure except sure. for the next pandemic in 2110 yeah so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny
0: <laughs> um Basketball, uh, NBA, not much change. We can we can skip NBA this week unless you have any stories you saw in in, in there. Uh, I saw that um, the Joker uh, had a big game today. Uh, NCAA, do want to shout out? One quick shout out. Um, R.I.P. John Cheney, Temple great, died yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, chewing his towel, uh, wore, wore his tie all the time, his white shirt and his tie, kind of just a legendary Temple. You know that. Now, when you, when, you, when they were going they might have been independent, but then they went A ten for a while, right? It was just that that old school, you know. I mean, you think of that 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 class of coaches, right? You got you got Cheney, Carnesecca, you, you got Raleigh Massimino, you got Calhoun, and Beheim still there, Thompson, you know, the,
3: Thompson,
0: Thompson, you know just that. got that East Coast, uh, you know, that East Coast. Old school, you know, remember remember the, yeah. the shouting match you got into with, with, with uh, yeah,
1: yeah, you got to throw Bayheim and almost had to throw Bayhaim and Sashevsky in there because they've been around so long, they were they were young, you know, as, as part of that crew, yeah, still hanging in but, there. Like,
0: you know.
3: I heard a story today on the radio, uh, driving to the golf course, um, that uh, John Thompson w- inducted Cheney and introduced him at his hall of fame ceremony and the speech that he gave, there wasn't a dry eye in the house is what I heard. I'm going to Google it and try to find it. And he was followed. Jen Cheney gave a 45 minute talk that had the place in stitches and Moses Malone was in the same class. And Moses Malone's a pretty quiet, not a very verbose or well-spoken guy. He's just, he's not, he's not a public speaker. And he got up and he said, Mr. Cheney took all my words. I forgot what I have to say,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: nice. and the whole room just broke up. <laughs> nice. That's awesome.
1: Thank you very That's much. Crazy. He walked off stage.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, That's so I, remember seeing, I remember seeing Temple in, uh, Madison's, in Madison Square Garden, uh, and Cheney was just—I uh, mean, you couldn't almost take your eyes off the guy because he never sat still.
1: The, yeah. The, the tie was always kind of disheveled, right? It never really was a perfect yeah. knot. <laughs> the the no, button was, was open. Closed. The tie was hanging there. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool.
0: I'm just trying to look at the uh, the Big 12 SEC challenge yesterday it was kind of fun. There were some good games, some really good games. Some upsets. Um, Kentucky, Texas didn't get a chance to play. Uh, let's see. Baylor beat Auburn. Oklahoma upset Alabama. Texas Tech beats LSU. Florida big win. Todd, I watched that whole game. That was a long, slow game. It took two and a half hours to play. Mm. For, interesting in that game, one of our big guys scored early in the game. It was like 11, 11 to ten. He scored. They go down the other end of the floor. West Virginia is moving the ball around. It goes out of bounds. They call, you know, the, they call the out of bounds play. But then the refs table calls the refs over. Apparently, our big guy wasn't in the scorebook. Oh no! So it's oh. a technical foul on Florida. Wow, one of our players played without being in the official lineup, which they were Oof. talking about. Like every coach has a assistant coach that has to be responsible to, for that lineup.
2: Yeah. Someone's, just, someone's in trouble. Someone's yeah, in trouble. just
0: missed it. Now, now Florida won. I was afraid they were going to lose by <laughs> lose by a few. Um, Florida wins. Missouri wins a, a overtime game. Tennessee wins. A and M wins. Oklahoma State won a good game against Arkansas. I watched most of that game. Georgia wins. Well, that's the Georgia wasn't in it. And uh, Mississippi State clobbered Iowa State. So it looks like the uh, SEC wins, I think, four to five to four with Kentucky and um, Texas not playing.
2: And Florida making a little rebound after a a sluggish start,
0: right? Yeah, sluggish start. And, um, you know, just getting waxed by Kentucky and, you know, losing big to, to, you know, Kentucky in a a dud of a game Mississippi State. Who knows? I think maybe they found, uh, without Keontae, Keontae Thompson there. Um, we'll see how he does. So guys, let's call it a night. Let's go around the horn. Mal, what do you got coming up this week?
3: Uh, what do I got coming on this week? We have, uh, look at my calendar. I know I have a, a listing appointment. Uh, we have, uh, we have a, a lot of activity for our buyers this week, Sean. Uh, we are, um, on tuesday as a team we're going to get together and uh and brainstorm some ideas to try to find some some properties that we might be able to show off market uh and uh we've never i've never really done the let's write a letter to everybody on the street kind of a thing, but we may we may do some of that this week and uh i know we have to i have to rally the troops a little bit and get them to talk to all the agents they know who might have a pocket listing if you will or know of one that's coming on the market uh to get in front of our clients because it's it's a it's an opportunity for those of us who do this full time to to shine a little bit and yep. we have to take advantage of it
0: yeah for sure well good luck on that because it's you know the, the as you know the challenge with pocket listings is people say why would i sell it to the first person when i can get 20 to make me an offer you know yeah. Um
3: yeah, no, we are at 1.1 months of inventory in Tampa Bay. Yeah, which is yep. a, a record.
0: I remember at one point in time I talked to he- my friend Heather Ostrom, who you know Heather out in mm-hmm. uh, Sacramento. She co- she told me one time uh, they were at 15 days of inventory. You know, because the, the the thing they're fighting at out out there, and you're probably starting to see it now in in Tampa, the market we're in is people are you know investors are buying houses sight unseen. At or above asking price, you know, with a quick close and it's kind of hard to argue. So I wish you luck, brother. Just stay focused and uh, and, and do the work and let people know you're working hard. So Todd, how about you, bud? Yes,
2: Sean. Tomorrow is a uh, uh, a new month, right? We, we all focus yeah. every day, but uh, we go month to month, quarter to quarter, year to year, how we're measured, judged. Um, so January is a pretty good year. Um and I think I mentioned before, uh, maybe offline, maybe on this podcast, but, um, if I can get through the first quarter, um, then because of what happened last year in the second and third quarters, um, things should be on the positive as far as growth go. So, um, just going to keep focusing on, um, you know, discretionary work. That's what separates us, um, you know, from, from, from the others is getting the work that, uh, you don't have to get right. Um, and we do that by, you know, relationship building, um, problem solving and fun having, uh, I, that may, I may be able to put a, put a, put a little, little uh, little well, together for that,
0: right? good.
2: Yeah. yeah, good idea. So, um, oh, yeah, God. so really looking forward to it. And, uh, again, as I mentioned early, uh, really excited to, um, continue with my, my daughter's, uh, tennis season, but, um, uh, South lacrosse starts, uh, in the next, uh, 10 days or so. So looking forward to, the, uh, the final hurrah
0: for the young man. So um, everything's going great. Looking forward to it, man. Well, when you see Scotty, give him some Uh-oh. of the best advice I ever heard in the locker rooms yep. back in the day. It goes like this. It goes, clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Bill, how about he you, buddy? look at me like I'm crazy, right? He'll look at right. me like I'm
1: crazy. <laughs> um, big week at Rate My Agent. We have a complete sales. We have a full sales staff ready to rock and roll. Uh, hey, Nice. So, yeah, we got that all We got them all trained up, so we need to we need to uh, we need to hit the ground running there, and that'll be fun. How the awards event
0: go, Bill? I, I was I was one of the I
1: mean, you know, we had 800 I think there were like 800 people signed up and a few hundred showed up. It's just kind of typical kind of stuff, but but I think sure. Molly McKinley did a great job with that. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but if you saw parts of that presentation, that wasn't just one video just hit the button and let it go. There were 40 different videos because we kind of broke Shindig, the tool we were using. And there there was they were there was a director in the back, Teddy, who was had to start and stop each video as they went along. And I thought they mm, did wow. a great job because it was, yeah, Teddy's, he was her,
0: there, yeah. Teddy's her video guy that she always yeah, brings exactly.
1: to New York. Exactly. Yeah, Teddy and Mike. So yeah. um just fantastic work by uh, by Mark in Australia, by Christy up here. Um, I thought the music video was fun. You know, a, a bunch more people promised to send clips and you know, we didn't get that many, obviously, but uh, it was fun. And then me, you know, get, getting to meet Jeff and do that little, um, you know, last little second thing in, in uh, Palm Beach was a lot of fun too. So, yeah, it, that's uh, we're ready to go. We got to get um, we got to get some people signed up. Victoria Kennedy will be the guest on Tuesday morning on the Real Estate Sessions podcast. She's a PR. She actually, she works with realtors working on PR. And I don't hmm. know many. I don't know many people that work PR. A lot of marketing people, right, Anthony? A lot of people with advice on marketing. But you know, getting into the local, you know, the local places around your community, right? From a newspaper point of view. Speaking of which, Anthony, how many Sunday papers did you buy today? Zero. You're in the real estate section, my friend. Your photo. I am. Yes. You, in fact, when we stop recording here, I'll go grab it. But because uh, okay. I'm saving one for you, but um, I'll show it to you. So yeah, as the uh, um, was community outreach. I don't want to mess up your award, but. Yeah, GTAR ran a nice little quarter page ad. GTR, sorry, yeah,
0: hey, Anthony. It's, it's always better to be in the real estate section than the obituary section. So yeah, good job, man. They're right next <laughs> to each other, but you're in
1: the real estate section. So that's good. I did not uh, know yeah. that. That's that's awesome. that's, how about you? How about you, Sean? What's coming up for uh, snowy um, Columbus? Good Sean? week. I
0: got. Um, I have uh, a presentation for one of our top top teams down in Cincinnati. He's getting his team together and going to zoom me in. Uh, I'm doing a presentation for a friend of mine uh, who owns her own company up in Newark or Delaware, Ohio, up where where Rutherford B. Hayes uh, is from, former president of the United States. Um, In fact, we'll go to the Restoration Brewery where they have a Rutherford B. Hazy beer. Todd, nice. I want some. (laughs) A bunch of coaching sessions, and then I finish the week, guys, with a nice presentation to uh, our friends in Northwest Arkansas Board of Realtors. Our friend. Linda Hupkirk. yeah, for that. And then I have a closing on Friday and then, um, just a couple weeks away from, uh, our rescheduled trip to Pinehurst. So, uh, looking forward to it. This, the snow is, is, the snow will officially begin the cabin fever time here in, in Ohio as people start to get a little, you know, we've had cabin fever for almost a year now, <laughs> yeah. literally, you know, uh, being at home. So getting anxious and getting excited for the week, uh, should be a good one. And, uh, Guys, I hope you guys have a good week as well. And to our listeners, thanks for chiming in. Let us know you're listening. Hit us up on social media or just reach out to Bill, Todd, or myself. On behalf of those guys, I'm Sean Carpenter. and Thanks for listening to The Staredown.